You are listening to Podcasting 101 with RSS.com, getting you ready to launch and grow your podcast. Hey everyone, Ashley here with RSS Podcasting. In the last episode, I chatted with Alberto Batella and Benjamin Richardson, and they shared a brief history of how they formed the company. If you missed that episode, look for Podcasting 101 on RSS.com. In today's episode, we're talking about why now is the best time to start a podcast, and we're continuing the conversation about why RSS is the best host to launch with. Yeah, I can definitely attest to the fact that RSS is very easy to use. Um, my podcasting journey began a long time ago, and you know, in 2019 is when I first started really getting into the thick of it, learning all about how podcasts work and things, things like that, listening to them. And I tried several platforms. I have to tell you guys, I actually tried several platforms, and the truth is... RSS, like you guys have said, it is so easy compared with all the other ones that I've tried. It is the easiest to get your your show up. You can start it in less than an hour. And what I mean by less than an hour is even from recording time, like from recording and editing, you can have your show up in, in a matter of minutes. And that's just, it's incredible how how something that, yes, like you said, it sounds like there's a lot of complex code and a lot of difficulties in the background from people much smarter than me. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just the fact that within just a couple minutes, you can faster than you can order your favorite drink at Starbucks, you can get your podcast online with RSS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> not not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> So now, in your opinion, um, we, we've kind of talked a little bit about well, the fact that, Ben, you were a political, uh, was it consultant or advisor? Strategist. Strategist, okay. Probably the, the so we, we, we kind of touched on the fact that you've had some, some history in politics. But in your opinion, why is now the best time to start a podcast? And I'd actually like to hear from both of you on this. So well, ben, you, ben, we'll start with you. <laughs> yeah, you've probably heard that saying, when's the best time to plant a tree? The first answer is 20 years ago. The second answer is now. Why is now the best time to start a podcast? It, it's not if you don't have anything to say. It's not the best time to start a podcast if you if you feel like everybody has said everything that's needed to be said, every opinion that's needed to be shared has been shared. But if you do feel like you have something to say, if you do feel like your opinion matters, if you do feel like you might be able to impart a little light into the world, uh, a little hope, a little reminder then now is a great time to start a podcast. You you can uh, affect other people. I mean, at the end of the day, a podcast is not for the person speaking. It's for the person listening. And if you are able to um, impart something and leave it digitally, on your digital mark on the world for the remainder of time that there's electricity on on the planet, then your your time to start a podcast is right now. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to um, lose opportunities if they start a podcast in a week or in a year. And certainly people's interior inside voices change just as much as their, their, uh, um, their, you know, we talk, I don't know, I don't want to get into psychology, but the ego, the super ego, the id, all those have voices that change over time. So your third podcast might be your best, your best podcast, your 15th podcast might be your best podcast or your first might be your best podcast, but you're, you aren't, you aren't going to get there. Uh, if you have something to say by waiting, just, you could, you know, with us, you can get a free episode, um, and upload it 
And then tomorrow, if you don't like that episode or you feel like you can edit it better and, and more succinctly or write a new script, you can just swap it out. And there's your first episode again. And then once you've really fine-tuned what your message is, then go ahead and create your second episode. And if you're if it's an educational podcast, you'll get a big discount. Uh, so yeah, that's anyway. I, that's probably a long-winded answer for saying yeah. Right now is a great time to start if you have something to say. But remember who your listener is going to be and how you can impact them. And I think it's a very powerful sort of uh, proposition. Regarding why now. Uh, again, it's not necessarily now from someone that was, you know, that uh, got acquainted with this, uh, with podcasting back in 2005, 2006, then was the time to start, you know, but uh, uh, I just think that now uh, there are the two factors, one mentioned by Ben, a lot of people have uh, things to say, whether it is, uh, you know, a chat with friends or some powerful message from him that, that is uh, very important for, from, for, to, to, to share. But at the same time, uh, podcasting is almost commoditized, meaning it's easy to, 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 to start it. It's cheap. Uh, so now it's a perfect uh, moment just because uh, it's simple and uh, so there's no there's no effort there there's really the, the friction is is small and that's why now everyone is is uh, let's say it's a, in the past 2 years we've seen a climax in the industry of people that want to to create a show and to put their voices out there RSS believes in diversity in podcasting why do you guys think it is so important for multiple cultures to start a podcast uh well i think the the question kind of comes from a, a perspective of that there's something different about us. And I think that is absolutely true. There's also so much that is um, common among us. And podcasting is a great way to experience that. So um, we do celebrate diversity. We, we feel like everybody's voice has meaning and matters. At the same time, like I said earlier, podcasting is also about the listener. And where, it, where your message resonates with somebody else is where there's true impact. So you as a diverse speaker resonating with somebody else on the planet because they have a similarity to you, regardless of how diverse that similarity might be how unique that similarity might be is a very, very powerful thing. So we celebrate diversity in the fact that it can impact people who feel alone, feel marginalized, feel left out because they aren't because everybody feels marginalized. Everybody feels left out. Everybody feels alone at some point in their life. And as you can, as you as a podcaster can touch that one person that's listening, uh, it, it matters a lot to that, that individual. So, you know, I, that, that for me is what the essence of diversity is. It's not, it's, it's not a function of there being something different. It's there being something um, common and finding that commonality uh, in unexpected places is a very powerful thing. And I would like to add that it also comes naturally for us because our team is, uh, uh, is in sparse in, in two continents, five different countries, 80% of our team speaks three languages or more. So naturally we are used to, to, to you know, interact with people from other culture, other languages. And uh, I think it's, it's, it was very, a very straightforward uh, and clear next step to us, to read, for us actually to, to, to focus on lang language diversity, for example, Spanish speaking, podcasting, but also broadening, uh, broadening the horizon to, to, to new languages. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely makes me want to learn some more languages. Every time I hear you guys talk about how many languages you speak, I want to learn more. Um, you know, you, you talked about uh, how it, it brings so many cultures together and how you can have an impact. And one of my favorite podcasters, Shane Sams of the Flip Lifestyle podcast, he I, I'm probably going to mess up the exact wording, but he talks about how everything that you do is like throwing a pebble in the water and the ripple effect that it can have. And it's just amazing to me how with podcasting, like you said, you can just, when you throw that that pebble in the water, the the ripple effect that you can have, you don't even know what you could possibly cause as your ripple effect, but just the way that you can touch people with just just your voice and, and the content that you can create from that voice. It's just, it's a wonderful time to be in podcasting and everybody should start one. I agree. Now, I know we're kind of getting low on time here, but uh, I'm kind of curious, what do you guys see for the future of podcasting? Wow, there is so much uh, that we have planned, Um, some of it top secret, (laughs) but uh, we um, are, are, I guess, publicly announced intentions and plans are to expand into uh, Latin America to help create, foster, and grow the podcasting space in um, Spanish-speaking markets because there's there's really a need there. It's, it's, it's not saturated in the United States or in English-speaking markets, but that's where podcasting um, basically started. And so now it's time to move out to a broader... If I spoke Chinese, I would be, uh, you know, pursuing this in China, um, although I'm sure it's fairly well-developed uh, there. If I spoke Hindi or one of the 26 other languages of India, we'd be, we'd be, um, you know, working with the folks there as well. But um, there's some commonality uh, in our, in our approaches that makes uh, Mexico and Latin America very um, target rich for us in the sense of growing podcasters, growing our co- uh, our produced um, content as well and fostering kind of uh, the the economic models that exist down there. So we are, we have some advertising initiatives that we're working on. We have some partnerships uh, that are very exciting that we'll be announcing at some point in the future. And then we've got some technological things that, uh, you know, Alberto and I, um, prior to this call, we're discussing a patent that we're filing uh, in a couple days. And we've got some technological opportunities as this medium grows for really kind of taking it into new and amazing sort of places. So we're working on so many different things. It's hard to keep up with uh, all the things we're working on, but it's super exciting. Yeah, perhaps just to add to to the strategy we are pursuing for the future, also uh, an overview in terms of technology. Um, Well, it's very exciting. The future is very exciting. We have smart speakers. We have smart cars, smart watches. We have... uh, um, um, Technologies in terms of uh, content distribution, which are cutting edge, for example, uh, decentralized distribution with IPFS, interplanetary file system, very interesting topic. We have value for value, which is a shift in paradigm in how content creators are going to monetize, right? Rather than the subscription model, which... uh, Everyone is pursuing right now, right? We have uh, Spotify, we have Apple. Uh, The idea is that you pay for what you consume. So this is a shift that we may see in the broader media industry. Uh, So what we can tell is that for the next couple of years, we we will not get bored. We always say that, Ben and I. We we will not get bored. We have so many things and it's going to be very exciting. Yeah, agreed. 
That's awesome. And and since the industry is changing so quickly, I mean, who knows where podcasting is going to be in a few years, but we know it'll still be here. Like, that's the exciting part is that if you start today, grow your tree, <laughs> grow your tree already. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there anything that um, I know, like I said, I know you guys are wrapped on time, but uh, is there anything that we didn't actually get to cover that you really want to make sure is in this? Well, I mean, also, um, I think it's important what you talked about alberto is so what what you talked about i think is so important that people understand is that there are technological advancements coming down uh through through the hosting providers or through the uh listening apps that are going to help change podcasting for the better they're going to deliver richer content they're going to deliver it in a way that is more interactive they're going to allow for greater flexibility from the hosting uh the host's perspective for getting their message heard and understood and for monetizing their podcast if that's something that's important to them. Uh, we know that that's important to about 60% of podcasters, a little bit less. And so that's that's a voice that we uh, keep conscious uh, that we need to listen to is how, how do people pursue this uh, this hobby or this business or this, this, uh, this project in a way that can be um, self-sustaining. And uh, the podcasting 2.0 um, RSS feed uh, changes are critical in, in that for keeping it a free and open uh, platform for everybody and not, not just uh, uh, relegating it to these silos that, that creep into our life. Hey everyone, Ashley here again, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to our two-part episode on the history of RSS.com. We hope you'll consider hosting your show with us. You can get started for free at RSS.com. Be sure to tune into our next episode where we'll sit down with Kate Erickson of Entrepreneurs on Fire to talk about systems and processes. Until next time, you can learn more about how to launch and grow your show at rss.com backslash blog. Thanks for tuning in.